Thank you, Lord. People who don't come to church don't know what they're missing, do they? I mean, <laughs> we don't endure church. I know some folks do, but they're just not doing it right. We enjoy, we enjoy the Lord and each other and all the good things that He's He's blessed us with. Thanks be unto God. You're going to do a lot of thanking God the next few days. It's, Around family and friends, and man, it's just thank you, Lord, or to be frequently coming out of our mouth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for these opportunities, for these privileges, for these abilities. Would you turn with me in the scripture to the book of John, the gospel account of John, and the third chapter? I'd ask you to believe with me for utterance. I uh, need to make an announcement. We, uh, we had mentioned about uh, broadcasting live our New Year's Eve service. I'm going to be speaking over in Tulsa, but um, we're going to need to change that, and I apologize, but uh, we've had some technical challenges and issues, and rather than you be here and not have a good feed and a good experience, I I think we, we well, I, we're canceling, so we're not going to have the uh, broadcast live on New Year's Eve. Again, apologize for that, but uh, you just, uh, you, you'll find somewhere to enjoy and be, right? And uh, so anyway, if somebody didn't know that or not here, let them know. Don't, don't come out for New Year's Eve uh, broadcast live here at the church. It, it won't be happening. Uh, John chapter 3, John chapter 3, a very familiar verse, well-known verse here. You got any verses marked in John 3? Verse 16, anybody know that verse? John 3, 16, it says, for God... So loved the world that he did what? That he gave. Everybody say he gave. gave. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting glory. Life. You believe in him? How many in here would raise up a hand and say, I I definitely, absolutely, always believe in him? We couldn't have received that unless it had been given. There we wouldn't have a Savior unless God had given. God so loved the world that what happened? He gave his only begotten son. Notice with me over to fourth chapter of John. John chapter 4, just over a few verses here. Verse 10. 
Jesus talking to the woman at, at the well. He answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God. Everybody say the gift of God. God so loved the world that he gave and what he gave is the gift of God. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me to drink. Because he had asked her at the well for a drink. You would have asked of him. And he would have given you living water. Hallelujah. Well, what is the gift of God? Who is the gift of God? He said, if, if you knew, if, if you were aware of, if you recognize the gift of God, you'd be asking me for something. Why? Because she was looking at the gift of God. She was hearing the gift of God. And the gift of God has so much to give. Do you believe? He has so much. Living water. Eternal life. Peace that passes understanding. Joy unspeakable. And full of glory. Every good thing. Every blessing. Can you say amen? amen? You know, 2 Corinthians says it like this. They can put it up on the screen for us. Uh, 2 Corinthians 9 and 15 says, Thanks be unto God for his what? Unspeakable, Unspeakable gift. The Amplified says, Thanks be to God for his gift. Hmm? I mean, that's, this is what Christmas is supposed to be about, right? The gift. The gift. The, the gift from who? From the creator of the universe. Hmm? Thanks be to God for his gift. Precious beyond telling. His indescribable, inexpressible, free Gift. The NIV says, thank God for this gift. Too wonderful for words. <laughs> this gift, you can even talk in tongues. You, you, can, you can use every superlative, every descriptor, and it, it fails. It comes short. This is the greatest gift that's ever been given. This is the greatest gift that ever will be given. And guess who it was given to? <laughs> oh, come on, saints. Are you awake? Are you awake this morning? Oh, say it out loud. The greatest gift, the greatest gift that's, ever been given that's ever been given was given to me. Given to me. Now, now that, that'll, that'll lift your head up a little bit. That'll put a little, little starch in your step. Huh? The greatest gift that's ever been given or ever will be given was given to you. Woo -hoo. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? In fact, the psalmist talked about that. And you can hear the angels in this psalm going, what is man? 
that you are so mindful of him, that you have done all this for him, that you've given. They're wanting to know, you don't look all that much to me. What is the deal? Boy, God really likes this man. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. We are the apple of his eye. We are. We are. And he has planned for us and prepared for us, predestined us to an amazing, glorious future with him forever. Can you say amen? None of this possible except by the gift. Somebody say, thanks be unto God for his gift. His glorious gift. His gift too wonderful for words. Hallelujah. Oh, just lift up your hands and thank him. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for the gift of Jesus. Thank you for the gift of your son. Thank you for the gift. The gift above all gifts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, we're there in in chapter 4. Back up to chapter 3 again and look at verse 27. John 3, 27. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing... Except it be what? Given him from heaven. You you can't receive it unless it's been given. This is one of the greatest truths. Two things that we're talking about right now are two of the greatest truths you can understand about God, about his plan, about redemption. You can't receive anything Unless it's been given. And what has been given. As a free grace gift. Was not earned. Was not merited. Was not deserved. It's a free gift. And if it's a free gift. Then once you've received it. You shouldn't be bragging like you earned it. Hmm? You should always be mindful of. and, and, And tell it right. That it was given to you. Right? Righteousness has been given to you. Holiness has been given to you. Right? Redemption, cleansing has been given to you. Healing has been given to you. Right? The Holy Spirit given to you. Just given to you. <laughs> you don't have to live better to earn it. You don't have to do a bunch of things to get to where you, you're worthy of it and deserve it. That's why Jesus had to come and get it for us because we would never have gotten it on our own. Amen. <laughs> our righteousness just wasn't up to it. Right? The best we could do could never accomplish it. So he had to come and get it for us. He didn't need it for himself. But he came and got it for us. He got everything for us. And gave it to us. And so we have everything in him. 
in Christ. All spiritual blessings in heavenly places. All things that pertain unto life and godliness. How many believe he is all in all and we have all in him? There's nothing you need that you don't have in him. There's no good thing you desire that you don't have in him. It's all in him. It's all bought. It's all paid for. (laughs) You'll notice something interesting about the prayers in the epistles. There are prayers that the Spirit of God inspired. uh, Prayers that Paul uh, prayed over the church at Ephesus. And over the church at Philippi and Colossae. And different ones. And you'll find again and again in these prayers... What he's asking the Father to do for them is different than how much of the church world prays today. Much of the church world is praying for God to do things for us as though nothing's been done. Like God needs to do something else. How many believe when Jesus went to the the whipping post, when he went to the cross, when he said it is finished, when he raised from the dead, when he sat down at the right hand of God, what else does he need to do? What else needs to be done to get us what we need? Nothing. It is finished. What needed to happen to obtain an eternal redemption, uh, redemption for us has been accomplished. He wouldn't have sat down till it was. But he did. And it is. Amen. And so you'll see in these prayers where he's praying, Lord, Father, enlighten the eyes of their heart and understanding. So that they'd know. Not, not, not God, we need you to do something for them so that they'd know what you already have done for them. They'd know what the hope uh, of the calling is, what the riches of, of, of their inheritance, what the greatness of your power, that they would know, that they would realize and be aware. So you can't receive it unless it's been given. But here's something else, the great truth. Even though it's been given, you won't enjoy it unless you receive it. God is the Savior of all men, the Scripture says, but especially of them that believe. What does that mean? Salvation's available to everybody on the planet, but not everybody's enjoying it. Are they? No. Millions are not. Why? They haven't received the gift. You can offer a gift, but that doesn't mean the person has to receive it. Have you ever offered a gift to somebody that they didn't receive? It's not nice, is it? It's not. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's always been a deal. I mean, even back in recorded history, I mean, and even today among some primitive tribes, I mean, to refuse a gift, to reject a gift is like spitting in a man's face. I mean, it can, it can start a war. Hmm? It's like saying, you're not good enough for me. Your stuff is not good enough for me. I don't want anything to do with you. Uh, I, there's been a, a few times in my life that I think in one occasion right now I, I, I particularly felt impressed to sew a, a, a gift to a brother. It was the nicest watch that I had. And uh, I didn't just do it off the top of my head. I, 
you know, you can waste the seed. You can, you can miss it doing things. And I know that. And, and usually I'll check something, then I'll check it again, then I'll check it again. And when I know that I know that I know, then I move. And so I had done that. And I went to this brother and I said, uh, uh, I would like you to receive this, please. I, I, I feel impressed to sow this to you. And I, I handed it to him and he said, I can't receive that. I said, sure you can. You just open your hand and I'll put it right there. And you close it, you'll have it. He looked at me and said, no, I can't. I said, sure you can. Receive it. Enjoy it. And he would not. He would not. He, I, I won't go into detail why, but, but I, I, I said, okay. And, and I, I walked away. He didn't know it, but he irritated me. <laughs> I didn't let him know, but he, he rubbed me the wrong way. Hmm? It's like saying... You didn't hear from God. You don't know what you're doing. Hmm? He's denying me. See, this, this is not just a one-sided thing. If the Lord's dealing with me to do this, then this is not only for Him. I got a harvest coming down the road. Right? There's a lot of things connected to this. And who knows? And, uh, you know, I won't go into all the detail, but I think one of the things was... That uh, he, he had had this deal about expensive, nice stuff. And he had a hang up about it. And I'm sure that's one of the things the Lord was trying to get him over. Yeah. That's right? right? Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he was concerned somebody would think that he paid a lot of money for that. When in fact it didn't cost him anything. Right. Hmm? Right. How many think you can really mess up pondering too much on what people might think? About something they don't know anything about. Let me let you in on another secret. They're going to think stuff no matter what you do. Whether you do it or whether you don't. Somebody's going to think something goofy. You just cannot escape it. So you might as well be enjoying the will of God. Huh? (laughs) But... uh, he didn't enjoy that because he would not receive it. How many believe that paints a picture of millions on the earth right now? That God has given the greatest gift of all. But many are not enjoying because they won't receive. They won't. They won't receive. But many will. I said many will. You did. I did. There's a lot more like us. There's a lot of folks in the earth today that when they hear some of the good news that God's going to bring to them through people just like you and me, they will receive it. I said they will receive it, which brings me to this part. Your and my part, your and my ministry in the presentation and of the gift The delivering of the gift. It's not just that God gave the gift and that's it. People need to find out about the gift. And we are gift receiving facilitators. That's quite a term, isn't it? We, uh, a big part of our job, a big part of why we're here. Having received ourself is to facilitate Others receiving of the gift. 
Come on, are you stirred up at least a little bit about this? Hmm? This is a great privilege. I said, this is, a great, this is the greatest gift of all. And to be attached to the presentation and to facilitate the receiving of the gift, per, you and I personally involved in this, this is an amazing thing. This is a privilege. Go with me to some scripture that talks about this. Let's see. Go over to Romans, the 15th chapter. Romans chapter 15. And 15. This is today's English version I'm reading. Romans 15, 15. Today's English version. He said in this letter, I have been quite bold about certain subjects of which I have reminded you. I have been bold because of the privilege God has given me. Keep going. The privilege God has given me of being a servant of Christ Jesus to work for the Gentiles. I serve like a priest in preaching the good news from God in order that the Gentiles may be an offering acceptable to God, dedicated to Him by the Holy Spirit. He had this revelation that he had a privilege. He talks in Ephesians and other places about the grace given him that enabled him to present the gospel, to present the gift. For what? For people's receiving. For people's receiving. In 2 Corinthians 5, go there. 2 Corinthians 5, I really like the way this this says it. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. If any man be in Christ, he's what? He's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Why? Why? Because he received the gift. Right? He received the gift. He received or she received Jesus. Received salvation. Received forgiveness of sin. Received cleansing of unrighteousness. Received holiness. Righteousness. Peace. Hmm? And that turns you into somebody you were not. Before. Hmm? A new creation. A new creation. Verse 18. All things are of God who's reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now this is not a preacher verse. This is a believer verse. This is a new creature verse. Verse 17. New creation. So everybody who's a new creation has been given, verse 18, the ministry of reconciliation. What does that mean? Verse 19, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. How did he do this? Through the gift. 
through the gift. Not only did the Father give Jesus for our sins, for our redemption, Jesus gave himself too. He did what the Father asked, and he did it willingly. Let me, you got time for me to read you a few verses about that? Jesus gave himself. Um, Romans 6.23. Let me just go through a few of these. You got time or not? I was trying to get in a hurry and preach a little bit, but let me slow down. I'll preach it later. And you'll shout better because you heard these. The wages of sin is death. But the what? The what? The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Somebody say, what a gift. What, what a gift. Galatians 1 and 4. We'll just, they'll just pop these up for us. I'll go through them quickly. Said Jesus gave himself for our sins. Who did it? He did. He gave himself. Uh, Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20 says the life I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the son of God. Who did what? Who loved me and what? Gave himself for me. Said out loud he gave himself. For me. Is he the greatest gift that's ever been given? And it's for who? For me. That makes you valuable. That makes you valuable. Because God is no fool. He doesn't pay two billion dollars for a two dollar item. He would know. I said he would know not to do that. He paid the highest price that's ever been paid for anything for you and me. Silver and gold wouldn't do it. You're not redeemed by silver and gold, but by the precious blood of the Lamb. What's the most expensive thing, the most valuable thing in all time and eternity? The life of God himself, and that life is in the blood of the Christ. And all of it was paid to buy you and I. That's how valuable we are to him. He paid the biggest price that's ever been paid for anything for us. Next time the devil tells you you're not worth much, when you get through laughing, <laughs> you say, well, how come God paid so much for me? Yeah. If I'm so worthless, hmm? <laughs> why did God pay so much for me? Sit out loud. He loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. He loved me. And gave himself for me. And by the grace of God, you received it. Huh? 
And I've received him. We've received him. But not everybody else has. Have they? Not everybody has received him. You and I are the gift receiving facilitators. Hmm? Everywhere you go in life, everybody you meet, you're to be like the, uh, a super nice uh, sales associate at a high-end store. I'm here to help you. Help you what? Help you receive. I am here to help you. How can I help you receive today? <laughs> You are gift-receiving helper, gift-receiving facilitator. Hmm? Go back to 2 Corinthians. Let's, let's camp on this a little bit more. Some folks are semi-excited. We need to get you the rest of the way. <laughs> you are a gift-receiving facilitator, helper. I'm here to help you. Help you receive. (laughs) 2 Corinthians 5. We just got through reading it. I want to. Well, we didn't finish reading it, I don't think, did we? You remember? Y'all there? 2 Corinthians 5 20. Now then. I see, we didn't finish reading all this. Back up to 18. God has given to us the ministry of reconciliation, which is another way of saying gift-receiving facilitator. (laughs) You'll see what I'm talking about, verse 19. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. We, every one of us, have a part in this. It's humorous. I smile sometimes when I hear people say, everybody who gets serious about God to any degree will begin to say, I I think I have a call on my life. (laughs) Let me help you out with that. You do. Everybody does. (laughs) everybody has a call on their life not everybody's supposed to stand behind a pulpit and preach everybody though has a part of this everybody committed to us is this word of reconciliation this word ministry of reconciliation verse 20 now we then then we are ambassadors for Christ As though God did beseech you, how? God is doing something with people by us, through us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. Why? Verse 21, for he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. We've been given the gift of the Christ, of redemption, of eternal life, of righteousness. 
But a gift is not going to be enjoyed if it's not received. And that's one of the saddest things on the planet is the people that are not receiving God's gift. Isn't it? People are hurting. People are being destroyed. People are confused. They're wasting away their time on the planet. During so much pain that they that is self-caused. And all we have to do is receive the gift. Receive the gift. You and I should be standing by to assist them. Right? <laughs> have you received the gift? May I assist you in receiving the gift? Hmm? Have you received Jesus? Have you received eternal life? Have you received? Have you received? May I assist you? You need to know that that a great gift has been given to you. Hmm? Greater than a million dollars. Greater than a trillion dollars. Hmm? Greater, Greater than a mansion. Greater than a new car. Far, far greater. You need to know not not a great gift, the greatest gift that's ever been given has been given to you. Have you received your gift? Have you received your gift? May I assist you? Can I facilitate your receiving of the gift? Hallelujah. We're ambassadors for Christ. We're gift representatives. We're gift notifiers. Right? (laughs) You've won. (laughs) (laughs) What did I win? Everything. (laughs) You've been given a great gift. What, somebody died and left me an inheritance? Absolutely. That's it. They did. (laughs) But millions haven't heard or heard and didn't believe, heard and cast it aside. They haven't received. They haven't received. They haven't received. And you know, one thing that's a hindrance is a lot of Christians are not excited about their gift that they've received. Anybody ask them about it? They're like, oh, hum, yeah, yeah, I go to church. You're a Christian? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) When you really know what the gift is, you will be ecstatic. You'll be excited all the time. And when you're so excited about the gift, people want to know what you're so excited about. What are you so excited about? The gift? The gift I have? Whew, you got a gift. Oh, man, did I get a gift. You got an inheritance. Oh, man. Biggest inheritance. So you're rich now? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I am rich and healed and saved and delivered and free. Why? I received the gift. I received the gift. And then to facilitate others in receiving the same gift. We're verse 21. What comes next? Hmm? 21. And next, 
We're going to get there. We then, as workers together with him, beseech you what? That you receive, but you don't receive the grace in vain. See, this whole thing about ambassadorship, this whole thing about ministry of reconciliation has to do with us working with him and beseeching others to receive and not receive it in vain, but to get the full benefit out of what's been given. If folks are lacking, it's not because God doesn't care. If people are hurting and in sin, if they're bound up in habits, if people are in lack, lack in their body, lack in their finances, lack in their mind, lack in their marriage, it's not because we, we need to petition God to get him to give us something. He's already given us. It's not that we need to try to, to, to uh, oh, what's that phrase that folks used to use? Um, Bombard the gates of heaven. (laughs) There's this picture that people have outside the gates. I guess kind of like a protest or something like beating on the gate. Oh God, we need some help out here. We need some help out here. (laughs) You ain't supposed to be out there beating on the gate. You're supposed to be in the throne room. He said, come boldly to the very throne of God. Right? That you may obtain mercy, get grace to help. He didn't say, go beat on the gate. That's what religion teaches. Stand out there and scream and cry. Maybe God will feel sorry for you. And maybe you can talk him into doing something for you. No, no. Everything that would ever need to be done has been done. Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit does not need to do one more thing to take care of any sin or mistake. Does not need to do one more thing to get a healing for any of us. Does not need to do one more thing to get a deliverance for us or to set us free or to meet our need. It has been bought, paid for, given and given and given. So what needs to happen if that's true? We need to receive. Men and women need to receive. We need to be good receivers. Right? Receivers. And then we need to show other people how to receive. Say, hey brother, quit banging on the gate. Come over here. Let me show you how to do this. (laughs) You just say, I claim this in the name of Jesus. It's bought and paid for. I believe I receive it right now. And I thank you for it, Lord. And begin thanking God and worshiping God. How many think there are millions of good church-going people that don't know how to receive? It's true. It's true. And there are many that have received Jesus as their Savior, but they stopped right there. And they haven't received anything else. They haven't received any other part of the redemption. They're banging on the gate trying to get their healing. They're banging on the gate trying to get their bills paid. But that was, that was taken care of too. In the gift. In the gift. Somebody say, I got it all. I got it all. I got it all. I got it all. When I got the gift. 
Oh, lift up your hand. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I got it all. I got it all when I got the gift. I got it all. I got it all. I got it all. When I got the gift. I got it all. I got it all. I got it all. When I got the gift. Oh, somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 3 and uh, 21 says, all things are yours. Verse 22 says it again, all are yours. All of it. All of it. I think I'll just say that another 50 times. All of it. All of it. Go to 2 Corinthians, the first chapter, please. The Bible said in, in Romans, you're going to 2 Corinthians 1. But put up on the screen for us Romans 8.32 while you're finding that. He, God that spared not his own son, but delivered him up or gave him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things. I've had people look at me and, and, and just, you know, pleading eyes and say, you really think God would, would heal me? You really think God would help me pay my utility bill? You think so? If God was ever going to withhold something from you, it would have been Jesus. Hmm? His only begotten. Huh? If, if, if he was ever going to say, no, I'm not going to give you that. It would have been Jesus. But that's what our text said. God so loved the world that he what? He gave him. His son. He gave the most precious and the greatest that he had. Hmm? And if he gave him, then what's a utility payment? What's a car? What's a house? What's a... Huh? Because when he gave you him, he gave you that too. In him, how shall he not with him also do what? Freely give us all things... Because we have all things in him. In this, in this scripture in 2 Corinthians where you are. In the first chapter. 2 Corinthians in 1. It says verse 20. For all the promises of God in him. Are maybe. <laughs> huh? All the promises of God in him are. We'll see. Huh? You just never know. (laughs) 
You're laughing, but millions of Christians believe that. I mean, I've heard whole sermons preached on sometimes God says yes. Sometimes he says no. Sometimes he says wait a while. Where's that scripture at? Where's that verse at? All the promises of God, everything he had told us about life and salvation, redemption, all the promises of God in him are yes, yes and in him amen means so be it. Yes and so be it. Unto the glory of God by us. Oh, somebody say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, people in Jesus, when he, when he walked the earth in his earthly ministry, they'd cry out to him and said, Lord, I know if you will, you can make me whole. What would he say? Let me pray about it. Hmm? It's complicated. No. No. What did he say? I will. I will. Be healed. Be made whole. It is my will. Yes. 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 The gift of God is the great big yes. Yes, you're saved. Yes, you're forgiven. Yes, you're cleansed. Yes, you're healed. Yes, you're free in your mind. Yes, you have peace and joy. Yes, 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 yes. If you'll receive it. How many receive a yes? Receive a yes. Receive a yes. Yes. Jesus loves me. Yes. Yes, you have a part. Yes, you have a future. Yes, he's got a good plan for you in this life, in this world, right here and now. Yes, he has a victory for every challenge, every battle. Yes, you're an overcomer. Yes. Yes. He always causes me to triumph. Yes. 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 The gift of God is a great big yes. <laughs> I've, been, I've been needing this. Yes. I've been wanting this so bad. Yes. Yes. Can I get out of this? Yes. Can I get free? Yes. Can I be better? Yes. Can I ever enjoy life again? Yes. 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 Is there any way I could have a good time with all my relatives this next week? Yes. Yes, it is. Is there any way I can get this financial mess straightened out? Yes. 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 Is there any way I can feel good like I used to and 
be able to do what I want to do. Yes, yes. It's the will of God. And it's not like you have to try to talk God into doing something for you. He's already done it. He's already done it. I said he's already done it. All things that pertain unto life and godliness have already been given. All blessings, spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Everything. All things are yours. Jesus is the gift of God. Jesus is the great big yes from God to you. And I receive it. I receive it. I receive the big yes. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, stand up on your feet. Let's praise God. Oh, Lord, we worship you. Oh, Lord, we give you glory. We honor you. We magnify you. We extol you. We exalt you. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't suppose we know that song, yes and amen. Yes. God says yes, and I know that I'm blessed. Yes, got a heart that's at rest. Yes, and a future that's